Welcome everybody. It is a beautiful Friday afternoon at the moment and we're here coming to you from Helsinki once again with another Sober Mind episode. Sober Mind. Sober Mind. Sober Mind. I can't even say the name of our own show. <laughs> it's it's hard. Sober Mind. Sober, sober. You know when you say something like many times and it just starts to sound weird even though you're saying it correctly? Yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Actually, if you start overthinking any word, it's going to start doing that, you know? Yeah. Now that we've said that, it's going to happen all throughout this podcast for me. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> we, it, we're known for, you know, kind of like uh, getting stuck in thought loops. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, last week we were talking about, or not last week, but the last episode we were talking about... Um, the Great Commission and all of that. And I have actually a kind of a surprise for you, Luke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got our first audio message. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so let me just pull it up here. It's from Jeremy. And uh, he's got something to say about the Great Commission. We'll give it a go. And we're going to listen to it now. Hey, guys, just want to say I'm really enjoying the podcast so far. I binged all of your episodes this morning. I'm on episode five as you guys are talking about the Great Commission and just wanted to send in a note. A few years ago, I was in a conversation with one of my pastors at the time and we were talking about the idea of discipleship and the Great Commission. And he had done a bit of research and I want to say this came from uh, an old definition uh, that discipleship was really about living life alongside people uh, over the long term, training somebody up and showing them the way uh, to live life. And so I think when you look at modern day evangelism, in many ways that's been distorted through the tradition of church in general, all the motions we go through, much like maybe communion has in some ways, no longer being something that you do over the dinner table. Um, so just wanted to share those thoughts and give you something to, to consider there. Uh, keep up the great work. Wow. Thanks, Jeremy. That's really cool. Yeah, thanks so much. That Actually, that kind of, um, at least to me, that speaks that we were sort of on the right track with our thoughts. Well, yeah, at least uh, somebody thought so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if one person sends us an audio message. <laughs> oh, we were, we're definitely on the right track then. <laughs> no, but that's really great. I think feedback is always like, uh, is, is really good. And I'm, I, I, it helps me at least to kind of, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't feel like I'm either going on the right track or not. But at least feedback is always nice, whether it's negative or positive, just to kind of give something that there are people out there who are listening to what you're saying and responding and and having their own opinions about it. And I don't know. It's nice. I think it's awesome too. Yeah. And uh, uh, any any feedback is welcome. And you know, of course, we'll we're only gonna play back the positive ones. <laughs> but <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Very biased podcast. <laughs> yeah, we just need to build an image of ourselves that we are, you know, <laughs> the best. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that was a nice surprise. Yeah, that was really, really nice. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, and if you have an audio message and or something you wanna wanna tell us or you know any kind of feedback, you can go to um, Anchor.fm/slash SoberMind Podcast. And uh, is that our address? I keep forgetting I guess, it. I guess it is. Okay, you can find it in 
you can find it there and through our Facebook or whatever. And you can send us audio messages. And we very much appreciate it. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, today's topic, we're going to be talking about um, afterlife. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. Is there afterlife? Is there life, life. after life? Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well, you could go. Yeah, you could do all kinds of tricks with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, okay, so what does the Bible say about it? Um, I guess one of the most famous quotes in the Bible already like kind of gives us some kind of a promise about that, which is John 3.16. Everybody sort of like, that's like the first Bible verse mm. anybody will ever teach you. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're uh, going forth to make disciples. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Uh, well, I mean, the quote goes like this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Yeah, that was in the that's in the evangelism toolkit that they give you when you go out it's and true, it's true. evangelize. I mean, I've even seen like uh, you know, John 316 shirts and all this kind of cool stuff uh -huh. that the kids were wearing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So already there, you know, we have some kind of a promise about uh our eternal life, but what does that actually, what does that look like? What do you believe about that? Mm. Well, let me turn that back on you and ask you a question. Okay. Do, do you, do you doubt ever that there's an afterlife? Yeah, that's a very good question. I think everybody, you know, like, I think everybody might doubt that. Um, cause everything seems so like, It's it's very it's sort of hard to believe that you know mm -hmm. in a way, but um, it, all of these things just come to faith. Like, what do you believe? So, I think for me, i I don't have I don't have a problem believing that, and I I want to say I do, and that's sort of like you know gives me a lot of comfort in life, just in general, like with. I haven't really dealt with much death just to begin just just mm -hmm. to begin with like my grandpa died when I was uh nine, and that's my like closest sort of connection to death just in general. I haven't had anybody close to me die, mm -hmm. and like so I haven't really been in that situation where i I'd ha I have had to think about it too much, mm -hmm. but I do. It does give me some kind of comfort to think that, you know, they are like my grandpa is in heaven, you know, and like mm -hmm. it, it is very comforting thought just in general because he was a believer and and like mm. and yeah, I do. And, and what? Yeah, I guess that's what I guess I do believe in it. What about? No, I do. I I, I believe in it uh, and I, I definitely want to believe in it. Um, so kind of. And have I have grown up believing in it, and that's been kind of the uh, that's the thing that uh, you've been taught or we've been taught our whole Christianity is that's that's the goal is to get to heaven and like mm -hmm. you have to you have to do you know all the you have to you have to be the right person and uh, be the be the person that God has meant for you to be and and uh, accept Jesus into your heart so that you have this you know this ticket to heaven and. Uh, 
And it's funny because, like, I think it's been, in at least in the beginning when you're a kid, it's been painted as this kind of, like, this simple uh, kind of simple steps to an end result. Mm-hmm. And and that's the goal of Christianity. And uh, kind of as, as, at least as I've grown up, I've kind of felt like that, you know, afterlife or not, that afterlife, if you if that's your goal in Christianity, then it's almost like you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like kind of afterlife is is something that happens. It either happens or it doesn't. But like Christianity is now, and Christianity is like something that we we are, and we have like this relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? I like your. I like the way you're thinking very I, much. I think. Yeah, I'm just saying this, like, I, I do believe in it, but um, I have doubted quite a lot uh, and tried to fight off doubt. Um, but but I think, like, setting aside, like, afterlife uh, as something that's, like, separate and that's something that to be kind of, like, thought of as a, as a byproduct rather than, a, like, why we are Christians, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What do you feel about that? No, I like that. I like that. And it, um, to me, I think, as I said before, I don't really think about it that much. But uh, it it is def- it is there, like in the back of my mind. Like that is that is why I, I don't feel like I'm that afraid of dying. Actually, to mm. begin with, because I know that. I have an like I have an eternal soul and like mm. there is something that's gonna happen that that'll be there waiting for me after all of this fades. Mm. There's many things to go into actually, but like let's talk about. Uh, I just want to briefly mention kind of like things that have happened to me in my life where I've sort of faced death already. You know, like tw- twice actually. Okay, and do tell. Yeah, so uh, the first story, I'm just going to give you a very brief version of this, but it's basically kind of the reason why I'm a believer at the moment. Uh, So this happened a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away, Um, in a country far away, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it was, the year was like 2010 or, yeah, 2010 or 11. It was probably 10. Anyways, those details probably don't matter that much. But anyways, we went to um, shoot a documentary in the middle of the jungle in in uh, Indonesia. Um, so on the island of Papua, like on the Indonesia side of it, there's the city called Jayapura, like in the northeast corner of the of the country. And uh, we basically flew from there deep into the jungle, three hours on this tiny plane that could seat six people. And, uh, you know, we just had our filming gear there and everything. And it was just already like super exciting to, it was my first time on this tiny plane. And I was just so pumped because everywhere looked amazing. It was a rain, like we were flying over rainforest and it was just like, you know, kind of like what I had pictured the Amazon looking like. This was what it was looking like. This is what it was. There were rivers and like all kinds of just, it was just like, magical so um we land the plane um into kind of like this little runway that's there in the middle of the middle of the jungle and i 
pretty much immediately like grab my camera and if you've ever seen a camera rig it's got like it's it kind of looks it can look scary in a way if you've got like the shoulder rig and everything and you've got like your camera there on top of it it sort of looks like a it could look like a weapon or something like that probably i don't know to me it just looks awesome you know and whatever but <laughs> gear <laughs> yeah yeah total gear nerd um that's something you'll come to find that i am but anyways uh, so i'm there i grab my camera i start like filming kind of like the first interactions of our group and the you know as they come off the uh come out of the plane and you know like start like how how what's their first reactions to meeting these people and actually two of the people that were with us in this group are missionaries that were at the time at least living there among them and translating the Bible into their language, which just, I have like mad respect for that kind of work. Like it's, it's insane. And so they not only first had to learn their language, you know, which is like this, you know, whatever, like wow. <laughs> it didn't sound like, it just sounded like, you know, I actually remember one word in their language. Okay. It's uh, bobaruba. What's that? And that mean that had like multiple meanings. The way you said it it could be like I love you or I hate you or thank you or leave me alone or like it had like multiple meanings but I Jeez. thought it was just like hi so I kept saying bobaruba. <laughs> you better say it right. <laughs> I was trying. But okay, so the story continues. We're landing like we planned it and I'm filming, you know, the missionaries come there and I um, I don't get such a warm welcome myself. Two of the hunters of this group of people, like in this village, there's they come at me with these huge bows and arrows. And one uh, kind of like stops me and looks at me like in the eyes and it's just, I could see just only anger in his face. And he's got his like bow extended where he's like pretty much like, ready to fire sort of and he's got it pointed at my chest he's shouting then there's a guy behind me who's got the same deal but he's like uh he's pointing at my back so i'm like basically surrounded by these two guys i have nowhere to go nothing i can do so what do i do i just like put down my camera and then i raise my hands and i just like you know that's pretty much because i know they they're not going to understand me so that's pretty much all I can do. And then I, I'm just like frozen and I don't know what to, what to think of this situation. All I can kind of think in my head is like, Jesus, I'm so sorry for everything. Just please take me home. You know, my God, <laughs> like those are the only thoughts that are, that are going on in my head. Like all I can think of at that moment is all the things, all the stupid stuff that I've done. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. God. And then, um, okay, so obviously I'm still here. Uh, and long story short, um, I'm there for 30 minutes in this situation around. I don't remember exactly the time, but it felt like forever, you know. Um, and finally, the pilot of the plane comes to rescue me from this situation. Because they, like, this indigenous tribe has, like, a mad respect for, like, the pilot somehow probably, or at least I've come to figure because he can fly or something like that. You know, he's, huh. you know, like he's sort of a, 
this kind of figure. <laughs> okay. And and he he would bring them also supplies into this into this village and stuff like that. He was one of these uh missionary pilots, you know, you know how they have those uh-huh. uh, I yeah, forget yeah. the name of the group, but anyways. So he comes to he's able to speak to them. He knows how to speak their language a little bit. Yeah. So he's like sort of like just negotiating with them. And finally, they release me, and afterwards, I have to like shake everybody's hand in the whole village, and just like sort of, uh, you know, like as a sign, like of, uh, you know, f- just please forgive me, kind of. No way. Know, thing. Yeah. And then the pilot takes off, and we're stuck there for two weeks with these people afterwards. No way. Yeah. These people that almost killed you. These people that almost killed me, yeah. <laughs> oh and there's 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 so many stories from those two weeks that I could tell, but that's kind of like the key story anyways. Okay. It was an amazing time, and uh, huh. there only only good things to say after that, but um, that's pretty much the moment. Like, every, every day after that, I, 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 I started my day by prayer, and I was just like, you know, thanking God for... Life. My existence, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez. yeah, yeah, and like, but sort of another story happened, but maybe I'll get into it later. Um, hmm. but like a similar situation happened, uh, involving some gangsters and uh, being robbed at com- gunpoint in uh, Colombia, Cartagena. Okay, so this is twice you've almost like. Yeah. lost your head over yeah but already the second time i was like feeling like you know like i know where i'm heading like yeah, yeah. you know i, I was huh. super calm in that situation in the first situation however i was like scared like so scared i've never been that scared yeah <clears throat> and yeah. my point here was that like yeah um you know, it's good to have that comfort now that, like, because life is so, mm. so, like, fragile already to begin with. Those are pretty extreme situations, but basically, you you know, life is fragile as we know it. And, uh, you know, luckily we have this message of our soul being eternal and there is heaven waiting for us. But did the, any of those, either of those events, like, change, uh, change how you view death or... Or? Yeah, I mean, I was scared of it before that, huh. uh, before the first first time in the, in the in Indonesia. But like, I don't know. Maybe I've like grown uh, sort of like cynical or something at, at by this point or whatever. Mm. But huh. I like to think at least that I I don't have those fears at the moment. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've never had a near-death experience that I know of. Uh, and I would have to say that I am scared to death of dying. Mm. And uh, that's something that... That's maybe one of my biggest fears. And I think maybe... I I have had like people close to me die in the past maybe five years even. A few, actually. and mm. uh, Or even some that I've known like in the past pretty close, but haven't been close to for a long time. Um, it's been actually quite a few, uh, sadly. And I think 
this has been something that has changed in my mind because I always grew up, you know, I grew up, as I said in earlier episodes, that I grew up in a Christian home and, and um, always believed that when you die, you go to heaven and that it was this kind of easy, easy solution. You, you, you do these things, you end up here. And I think, I think having, having kind of people dying close to me, like, and just going through the, the actual process of like, this person is with me and I'm talking to them. And then a day or two later, they're not anymore and they aren't here. And, Mm -hmm. and this kind of, uh, mental process of dealing with like now something's here and, and, and then it's not, and it's not like, it's not like it's gone away like in this world at least, but it doesn't exist anymore. Like this person, as far as we are concerned, does not exist anymore. And, and uh, you know, whether or not we believe they go to an afterlife, at least on this earth, they are nothing. And, and I think for me, that's really like been kind of something that I've been dealing with, uh, having to like think about afterlife and having to think about um, like, does it actually exist? And I believe it does, and I want to keep believing that it does. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think more and more every day, you know, when I do pray, and one of the things that I ask is, is God, please uh, continue to show me, um, show me yourself and show me, show me that these things are real. Like, show me that I can continue to believe. Mm-hmm. Because the doubt, like I've been dealing with a lot of doubting, and I, I actually listened to this one speech, which I should not have done, by a guy by the name of Christopher Hitchens. And uh, if you if you know him or if anyone knows him, he is one of the biggest um, kind of um, preachers of atheism. Mm. And uh, one of his, I think he wrote a book or had a talk, I don't remember was it a book or a talk, but it was called uh, Religion is Poison. And I don't believe him. I don't like believe all of the things that he says, but he's a very intelligent person. He had some very good points. And one of the points that causes Speaking me... Speaking us to us dumb people. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but uh, one of the points, some of the points that he made were very like good points, like... Um, logically and one of them was on this kind of near-death experience and um people people have talked about near-death experience and they see a light and they go towards this light or they they see god or they see uh they see and have spoken to other relatives who have died before them you know there's loads of lists of near-death experiences and somebody had asked him what do you think about near-death experiences and he said well it's easy they didn't die that's the thing. Like it's it's not death. It's a near death experience. So he he continues to like uh, say. But that there are those people whose hearts have stopped. But like, how do they not die? Like, what? How does he explain death? Death is when you don't come back. Death so, is when you so don't. So the come brain back. completely dies because yeah. his point is is that 
all of this exists in our minds. And if mm. if the brain is not dead and your 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 brain is still active, then that's what's happening: is that all of these experiences are in your brain mm -hmm. happening, even though the rest of your body may experience some physical signs of death. You came back. You didn't die. <laughs> so yeah. in the end, you're alive still, mm -hmm. and that's not death. And so, kind of that—that's his point on that. And it's just the things, things like that that I think about. You know, it started to get me thinking that what if we, as as humans, we couldn't deal with the thought? It was too heavy for us to deal with the thought that when we die, there's nothing. And so we've created religion and afterlife to help us cope so that we believe that there's hope after we die. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about you, but for me, if I would feel that there's no afterlife, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't live my life. Like, I would but have nothing. Do, but then how do people who don't... Uh, have that thought then they, they still are living their lives i have no idea yeah <laughs> i have no but idea i get what you're saying because it is sort of a primal thing to think that there is something after this like it okay so going back to indonesia i just want to share one more yeah. thing because there like were these graves you know these are indigenous people and they buried their dead but what they did is that they always built a little roofing on top of the grave Mm -hmm. So that their soul wouldn't leave anywhere, that they would stay around them. Really? Like, because they believe that they escape, you know, somehow. But if there's a roof, then they get stuck, they get pushed back down or something like that. Huh. Like, so that they're, and like, there were also like all their achievements were kind of hung on this like roofing. Okay. So, like they, so they had like alligator skulls and stuff like that hanging on them. And wow. Like, yeah, it was, it was pretty That's kind wild. of interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. My, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like there is something. There was something already in them who don't really know about like all of this, uh, you know, Christian faith or whatever. But they they had their own you know, thoughts about you know the afterlife mm -hmm. as well. So maybe that is some kind of like a. Thought that is instilled in us or in our spirit. Maybe. And I think, like, you know, a, a lot of different religions, in fact, most believe in an afterlife and, and some sort of existence after you die. And, you know, I want to say that, I mean, I feel like if you think about how you feel and you think about, like, the complexities of the human spirit and soul and it just, it doesn't feel like, it just feels like what a waste if it doesn't continue. You know, like if yeah. all your memories, all your thoughts, all your everything who you are that that you have become that possibly you were before you were born, if that just becomes nothing mm -hmm. at some point, it just yeah. feels like why? Why why are we even here? You know? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, what are we working for? Mm -hmm. Like or like I guess one one thought for that would be that um you know the generation generation kind of like it then one one aspect that helps people in in this thought process is to kind of like have kids and you know then you have something of yours to pass on to them after you mm. like you know kick the bucket <laughs> <laughs> kick the bucket by the farm yeah. <laughs> whatever <laughs> all those <laughs> yeah 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 no that makes sense i mean And and I mean maybe that's even 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 though there would be no afterlife, then that's maybe one kind of 
sense of continuing on is through through your children, through offspring. And True. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's such a it, – it keeps me awake at night, I have to say. Mm. Sometimes I, I get stuck on this, like, thing that what if when you die there's nothing, and that, that just, like, scares the crap out of me. I it is scary. It is scary. Um, well, in any case, I like to think that there is – and after life, and I do, I do believe that there's, I don't really doubt that, you know, like, of course, there's always those doubts that creep in, but like the overall, you know, mindset that I have is that there is afterlife mm. and everything, but some things still bother me about the thought of afterlife. Like what? Okay, so here's one thought that I've had before. Like, it just bought, used to bother the crap out of me, like the, somebody instilled in me this uh, sort of thought that, in heaven, all we do is we just like are in this sort of like worship mode and like so we're just like singing praises and like not doing anything else and you know there's no connections, you know like we're just like sort of like spirits that are just praising God, you know like and I'm just talking about like singing and like you know being in that state forever and it's sort of like used to bother the crap just out like, of me. Like super boring. It's not <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah i mean have you heard something similar to that no but i've had that like when i've been a kid even and people are like you know yeah did you i don't know if you ever had this like when people were saying that like god's coming back and like i used to get super scared of that as a kid like oh god's coming they say god's coming back in in this year and i used to be like god please don't come back <laughs> Please don't come back. Like, like I don't want you to come back now. <laughs> you know, I have my whole life ahead of me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's so. So, but yeah, I do. I do get that because at least then my vision of like what heaven was was, well, because I I couldn't imagine anything overly complex about like this place that you go that it sounded super boring and like yeah. we're gonna sit around and play harps and. I'm going to sit on a cloud and I have to wear this like white onesie gown kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, Yeah, well, who knows what it's actually going to be like, but that thought like often bothers me, like if it's okay. going to be like that, yeah, you know? I guess you've had similar thoughts. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> now we can't, but that's the thing is like, uh, if if you exist at all after life, then I'm like, if that's true, then I think I would be pretty okay with almost whatever it is as long as it's not pain and suffering <laughs> yeah well yeah that part of it we haven't talked about at oh, all God, yeah that's a whole nother pain kind of worms. and suffering yeah jeez. well i mean we all know what that entails maybe we should just skip that whole <laughs> <thought>. <laughs> well no but it's i mean it's a good point do you believe that people go to hell is oh yeah that... I, I i believe they do and like and do they go for what reasons it's well, big... I mean, if we believe in the Bible, yeah. the only way to heaven is through Jesus, right? Yeah. So that's pretty clear, mm. sort of. So, I mean, if you like your friends, you know, if you want them to follow <laughs> you to heaven. <laughs> well, this is why people are out on the streets, like, shouting about this stuff. Like, this is because no, they those believe guys, in hell. They're like, please be my friend kind of people. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just yeah. Kidding. Um. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Hell, hell is like, yeah, that's something I'm not really sure what I believe about that either. That's, 
Ah, there's so many. There, there's actually a book um, called Love Wins by Rob Bell. Have you ever read that? I haven't. Uh, he has a pretty interesting explanation uh, on on hell. And now at the moment, I don't remember exactly what it was. But I remember that it was something that had to do with the fact that hell is not like in the Bible that hell was referred to. The times that it was referred to were that it meant something else, that it actually meant something like about the the, the culture and the time and uh, was it even so? I'll try to like get this right, and if I totally mess it up, and if I misquote, then I'm sorry. But it's Rob Bell. Uh, the book was called Love Wins, and he talks about hell being re- referred to in the Bible as uh, actual Hades, which was um, where they say they'll be cast into Hades and they'll be wailing and gnashing of teeth. And his point was that Hades was actually an an actual place outside of the city where they threw uh, like dead bodies and garbage Mm -hmm. and that it, and they set it on fire and that the dogs would go around and bark and howl and like chew on stuff and bite. And that's what that meant was this, this place of like hot fire and torment and like, wailing and gnashing Mm. of teeth was that yeah and i don't know i don't know what to think about that but that's what he said and that was an interesting i that was an interesting interesting take on that 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 that's what that meant but then if that means that then then what does it mean about if you don't go to heaven then what happens if there isn't a hell yeah then maybe you stop existing yeah maybe that's that's when you don't exist anymore right is if you don't go to heaven well yeah and I actually have a different thing that I've heard. This is one of those, like, once again, like, I don't really have any kind of thing to back it up. Mm. But um, there is this, somehow, like, I remember I remember hearing about it where uh, heaven is actually, you know, like, something that is going to be placed in, like, earth, like the thousand-year kingdom or whatever, mm. you know, that... Um, or ten thousand years. What do you? No. Anyways, so the 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 kingdom of heaven kind of like will be placed on earth, and mm-hmm. I I really like that thought. You know, mm-hmm. that you know we're gonna be still here, but it'll be like exclusive to the people. <laughs> it's like VIP Earth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like the you know like outside the walls of this you know city mm-hmm. will be potentially than the rest of the people who I don't I don't exactly remember how mm. this went but it was similar to this kind of thinking and there is something some idea about it. I I'm pretty sure that this is an actual interpretation of the bible yeah see I and and I get that and I have a problem with like this kind of I I have a problem with this like separating people and where they end up uh, for eternity Mm-hmm. Based because you on, like all people. Well, know? no, I don't like all people, actually, <laughs> as a matter of fact. You uh, do. I like a lot of people, but uh, I I've think... I've never seen you hate anybody. Oh, well, there are... there are. I, I will keep those names secret at this point. <laughs> point. But, for instance, like, say, say you... Say you have all the information presented to you, you have evangelists shouting at you on the street, and you you hear that this is possibly one answer, but then you decide to go on the side of science and logic, and you choose that maybe you believe that there is no God, 
and and it's just based on it's it's not based on you being evil or a bad person or anything like that but but based on what the bible says and based on what at least Christ, christianity tells us is that that person will spend eternity in pain and suffering because they they chose wrong you know mm-hmm. and that's something yeah. that i don't it can't that can't be true like that well it, i mean that specific it, part of it I mean, I don't know what else. If you if you rape people and murder, and, and then maybe yeah, then you should spend eternity in pain and suffering. But still, like if you just choose wrong, or your culture is that you you're you're Hindu or or something, then it doesn't just because you grew up in a culture that doesn't believe what Christianity believes, and then you mm. should spend eternity in. Pain and suffering. I you know mean, you I'm don't. Saying? But the, thank God that you don't have to be the judge of that, just oh, in general. God, yeah. Because, like, of course, I don't want that for anybody either. Like, you know, it's not. It's that's not the question that we're dealing with here. No, it's not. Like, You're right. Uh, You're right. And and you know, like, I don't want anybody to go to hell. Obviously, like, I, I don't even want to hurt anybody. <laughs> you mm, know, like, mm. it's just like, you know, I guess we, I guess we just have to have to let God do the judgment on all of those things if it's actually if 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 it's so, you know. Yeah. Like and we can be thankful that, you know, mm-hmm. we don't have to be part of that decision making. Yeah. Um but okay, so just going on to into a few other rabbit trails that are happening in in my head. Okay. <laughs> but another thought that like kind of bothers me about like just afterlife as a believer, like going into heaven is that I, you know, like I love my wife and it would be really weird like not to have that connection in heaven anymore. Mm-hmm. But potentially, like I've heard like you don't really care about that. Like, we, But with the brain that I have right now, it bothers me that in heaven that connection might not exist anymore. We're mm. just going to be a part of one big happy family there and everybody's on the same level. Yeah. But did, so, do you believe that, like, I don't know what to believe. I, I'm just saying, yeah. like, I've heard that, and that bothers me too. I'll continue with a rabbit trail from that, but it won't go far, I promise. Okay. But like, think about it. Like, if you have your brain here, and like the things that you care about, the things that you, the memories you have, and all that, if that is a physical thing that dies with your body, mm-hmm. and your soul continues into the afterlife, then kind of what goes with it what's how how much of what's in your brain continues with your soul yeah it's a very good thought you know what i mean before you were born or did you, you just... exist before you were born did your soul exist is, or is your soul eternal and if so like what were you before you were born if you had to learn everything from the point you were born and that's why how you are who you are today mm-hmm. you know and, what i'm saying yeah i know what you're saying there's and then My mind is going wild. <laughs> one step further, and this is Chris Hitchens talking as well, but if you get your brain damaged and you can't, for instance, recognize faces anymore or you lose speech or kind of you, you can't remember anything for more than uh, 30 seconds at a time, mm-hmm. you know, that, that that affects you for the rest of your life. But then when you die, we're expected to 
kind of continue on to this afterlife, recognizing faces and and speaking to people and speaking English, you know? <laughs> yeah. So or who knows? Maybe we'll speak Bobaruba. <laughs> <laughs> true. This is true. <laughs> who knows? But in any case, okay. So those are excellent thoughts. Yeah. Um, and I don't have the answer of like it. it I guess it does say that our our uh, soul is eternal, and that has to mean that we were there before we were born as well. If it's eternal, mm. you know. Uh, and I don't have anything to say to that, other than that is a confusing thing to think about. Mm. But um, I have to think that the experience experiences that we have here that they do like carry on with us like because there there has to be a connection between our soul and our mind you know mm-hmm. like because it is our you know sp- our spirit where we feel things and where we can make decisions through you know and mm-hmm. like you know you can you know like you can call it like you know you know it in your heart kind of a thing you know yeah and you know that kind of thing so i i think maybe we just maybe the thing that is waiting for us on the other side is just so overwhelmingly awesome that we just don't care about like these these things become meaningless what used to mean everything or like maybe not meaningless but like they just are in comparison to what's waiting for us they just like sort of get you know like wiped under some Mm. kind of rug where it's like okay well you know that was amazing then but now there's something way more awesome happening you know yeah or I don't know. We need help with these questions. Keep sending us messages if you have something to say to these. <laughs> I know that in the tonight I'm I'm totally not getting any sleep, <laughs> especially <laughs> after this. But like even I, I mean I guess and what you had a good point there, like consciousness and like what we what you you won't care probably after after you know you cross over. Because I mean if you think about it too, like if there is no afterlife, then. It, it wouldn't matter anyway because you won't have a brain to comprehend fear or or that where am I I'm nowhere you you won't you're, if that's true your brain is the thing where all your thoughts and everything exist and when that stops to work and exist then there will be no fear there will be no pain there will be nothing it just will be I, I can't explain what that could even be like but yeah. <laughs> but for me that's very scary to to that that's what what would happen if that's what would happen but yeah jeez yeah well there are many of many things to be thinking about over the weekend (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah yeah. no i'm sorry i didn't mean to be a downer and i do believe in heaven i do believe in afterlife and i do believe that you know in some level that we're all in a place that's good and that is happy and that is with god yeah and that's something that I try to kind of like uh, recharge that that belief in my brain and in my heart all the time because it's it, it keeps me <laughs> living my life yeah, <laughs> now. Yeah. You know? yeah, and you're not a downer to me at least. Like I'm, I'm definitely like I just yeah. love these thoughts. Yeah, that yeah. We're, we're talking about like it's just mm. like really awesome awesome things to think about and it i mean the point of it is to 
to come to these conclusions at some point mm. throughout throughout this podcast where we're actually like growing our faith, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. we can become more confident in these questions that we're having. Well, I feel too that like building building your faith is 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 not necessarily all about positivity and about you know boosting and yay God and yeah. you know this kind of stuff. But I think it's also about it's also about analyzing analyzing doubt and figuring right. out why you doubt and why you why you feel the things that you feel and why yeah. you know asking questions is so much of the dialogue in right. a way you know. Definitely, and I always have the I always have had the thought that like, what kind of a god would God be if he couldn't handle the doubt that we're having? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? That's true. And I mean, if you believe in God, and that's like you believe that God is all powerful, then then that's then you also have to kind of understand yourself too. I feel that we don't need to understand these things to live our lives and to be mm-hmm. Christians and to be. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we it's just you ha- have to at some point just be okay with the fact that I I'm not going to understand these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, um, there's so many more things that we could be talking about. But we have to save them for the next time. Um, and yeah, thanks guys for joining in and listening to this podcast episode again. It's been a really exciting. Uh, and just an awesome conversation, Luke. Thank you. Thank you, Ville. And that the thank you, Jeremy, for the co- for the what am I trying to audio say for message. the audio message for the feedback. the comment <laughs> feedback. Yes, that was so great. I hope more people would do that because that's that's really the, it gives something to talk about in in the other episodes coming. So yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Until next time. All right. <laughs>